Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. My name is Heino Torlache from South Africa and um, I'm working with um, two organizations called Abundant Life and also Adventist Frontier Missions. Abundant Life is recruiting missionaries to work basically in South Africa and we're working mainly under the children and the young people in South Africa to reach them. Um, so we will visit schools mainly and then also um, together with Abundant Life we're um, recruiting missionaries for Adventist Frontier Missions, AFM and um, recruiting young people, older people, old people to go out into the unentered areas. So we will recruit them and um, every beginning of the year, in January, February, we will have the training of the missionaries that will go out to the unentered areas. There's a little town called Pitretif in the Transvaal area of South Africa and they've asked me to minister as a pastor of that congregation when I went to the congregation, the first Sabbath when I walked into the church, it was basically myself, my wife and two other people in the church. One was doing the program in front and the other one was doing the sound and my, me and my wife were the congregation sitting there. So later on the day, there's another two people that came in. So there were four people. And when I looked at the list of the members, there were more people that were supposed to be there. And as I asked questions about where's the people, they all moved away from town. They were transferred to other places. Some people just moved away. So it was basically only these four people. Meanwhile, as the days went on, two of them left town as well. So I was left with two people, and they were a couple, a man and a wife, and they were newly baptized. So I was left with these two people that was very, very eager. So I approached them and I said, listen, we're in this community, and this community is such a close community. It's a German Afrikaans community. And, you know, they already got their churches and they are secluded and whatsoever. So we need to kind of break the ice in some way. So I organized that with the Abundant Life team to come into the town and actually start working in town. Together with that, I approached Lawrence Byrne from AFM that does a training for us every year for the missionaries and asked him, you know, what's a possibility if we could treat this town and this community as an um, unreached community and we use the methods of AFM to reach this town. So he was very eager and he came to the town and he did some training with those two people for the discovery lessons. And he showed them how to start a small group, how to interact with the people, how to conduct the Bible studies, how to form the little group, and how to let the group grow and everything. So these two people were eager and they started their Bible studies and they started inviting their friends and everything. And then Abundant Life came into town. And of course, as we came into the town and people realized that we are Seventh-day Adventists, they just closed the doors completely. We couldn't get anywhere into any schools, in any institution where we wanted to go and work. The doors just closed for us. So we couldn't go in. The only place that allowed us to go in was a preschool for babies. So, But how do you actually minister and reach the little babies 
to actually make a difference in the community, but we did. We went to the babies and we sang a few songs and showed them a few puppets. And then there was another lady standing there that was from another preschool. She said, well, that was quite cute. Don't you guys want to come and do a program for us as well? So we said, well, we've got nothing else to do. And she said, well, I'm at the Lutheran church and I've got a preschool there. So we went to the Lutheran church. And as we got to the gate of the Lutheran church, the gate was closed. So um, I jumped out and I rang the bell and um, out of the house that was there uh, next to the school, there came a guy, he was the pastor of the Lutheran church and um, he was walking up to the gate and he was frowning like, you know, what are you guys doing here? I was reading that on his face and finally got to the bus and he asked me, so what do you guys want? Yeah, and I said, well, we actually got an appointment for, you know, to visit the school, the preschool and to give a program to them. He said, so what are you going to do? I said, well, we're planning to do a puppet show for them and, you know, just sing a few songs with the babies and etc. So I said, well, you know, you can come in. And But he was kind of um, a bit scared. You could see in his face. He was he was very cautious for, for what to do. So he walked me all the way to the school. He didn't want to leave, leave me for a second. I went to the the teacher there and I explained to her and she showed me where we can put up the puppet case and then as we walked back to the bus this Lutheran pastor stopped me and he said wait a minute you guys are from Abundant Life I said yes we're from Abundant Life he says I remember you guys you came to my school 22 years ago and you did a puppet show there and also after that you did a skit that night when you guys did it at my school I gave my life to God and that night I decided that I want to devote my life full-time in God's ministry. He says that's why I'm a pastor today and um, it's because of you guys and he started crying tears was running down his cheeks and I started crying because to see fruits after 22 years and not just that and he said to me, but what are you guys, you know, come to do in Peter Tief? I said, well, we actually come to, to visit the schools. I said, but nobody wants to allow us. Nobody knows us and nobody knows the, the kind of work that we're trying to do. And he says, wait a minute. And he started phoning the schools and he started opening the doors for us. And we could visit some of the schools and we could reach out to the town again. With the same breath, he said to us, what are you guys doing on Wednesday evening? I said, well, as I told you, we don't have anything to do. He says, well, don't you want to do the youth program for us in my church? I said, anytime. So on the Wednesday evening, we went and we worked with these young people. We did a program there. We witnessed to them. And then he said to me on Wednesday, he says, so what are you guys doing on Sunday? I said, well, on Sunday, we're planning to go back home. He says, but oh, that's a pity because um, if you guys could um, stay on Sunday, then you guys could do the divine service for me in church. I said, well, we're not going home anymore. We're going to stay and we're going to do the divine service for you. So we got the whole team together and also a lot of other members that came also into town. And we did the production of Paul's Life um, in the Lutheran Church on the Sunday morning. So after the program, I went to the pastor, his name is Mark, and I said, Mark, so what is the feedback from your church, you know, are they happy? And he says, listen, my elders is so happy about the program that they said you guys are welcome back 
any time to come and um, and do a program again. So that is the the story of the Lutheran pastor. And since then, we've had a lot of contact with him. We've invited him to our camp meeting. And um, he said that is in his diary. He's coming to our camp meeting now. He's asking a lot of questions about our church and what we believe. We did the Bible study already on the state of the dead because he wanted to know more about that. So the other day he asked me, so when are you guys coming back to Peter Tief? Because I would like to give you some time in my church again. So I gave him the dates. And um, so we're going back this year to, to present another program for him and for his congregation in his church. So what I was thinking about is, is how amazing God is. Because 22 years ago, God knew he's going to need someone in Peter Tief to open the doors for the ministry to go into the community. And if it wasn't for Mark, the pastor of the Lutheran Church, that was opening the doors for us, we wouldn't have got so quickly into the community, actually to reach the people in the community. So every time we take the Abundant Life team there, there's just more and more people and more and more doors that's been opened up. That's the one side of the story. The other side of the story is that in meanwhile, because the community is getting um, used to Abundant Life now and they're getting open to Abundant Life, the Bible study group started to grow. So not anymore two people or four people, but at least on average about 15 people are attending this Bible study group now. So by the end of last year, that's 2017, they called me and they said, um, Hi, no, we, there's two people that are very eager. They want to get baptized. So I went there for a couple of days. We worked through all the Bible studies with them. And um, by the end of November, we baptized our first souls for the kingdom of God. So that is how God is working amazingly in areas that you think you will never get through. Amen. To get in touch with us, simply visit afmonline.org. That's afmonline.org in regards to more information, donations, or becoming a missionary. The newly baptized members that are so eager to get the gospel out there, it's Jock and Nicola are the names. And Jock and Nicola are really persistent in what they want to do there and the way they want to reach. First, he wanted to go and study theology and he wanted to become a missionary at AFM. But Lawrence advised them to just stay where they are because they are missionaries in their little town. And he wants to see how they're going to actually pull this whole thing through by starting and planting a church in Petritif. So Jacques and Nicola, they started their first Bible study. It wasn't that successful. So they started praying for a person of peace and they kept on praying and praying. And um, so finally Jacques found the person of peace and um, he started bringing that person into his Bible study group. So they started working with him and his wife, and then they invited again other people that came in and other people. Now, there were many downfalls, many times that nobody pitched up, not even the person of peace. But Jacques and Nicola, they just pushed through and they went through with this thing. It doesn't matter how negative it was, how positive it was, but they persevered in just doing the Bible studies every week. 
And it's actually in such a way now that the demand is from the people is that they want it twice a week. So every Wednesday and every Friday evening, they actually do the Bible studies now. And the reason why they do it on Friday evenings is to teach the people how to go into Sabbath and that they can experience entering the Sabbath hours. And then, of course, they come together on Sabbath mornings as well where they also do Bible studies. And what is so nice about this group is, is not just that they do Bible studies, but they spend a lot of time together. They eat together. They play together. They go out and do outreach together, also in the community. The other day I was there, and um, they did outreach just by standing at the mall, and they were just dishing out water to the people, and of course, the people will ask them, why do you dish out water? They said, no, we just want to make connections. You know, we just want to connect with the people. And with the water, of course, they will give out some pamphlets. A month ago, they, the Love Moors, it's a man and a wife as well, and they came into the town. They hired a little place. And these two people conducted a seminar on how to raise your kids spiritually in an unchristian world. So these two people did an amazing job. And out of that group, they got another two people that joined the Bible study group. And they discovered when those two people actually joined the Bible study group, that these two people already kept the Sabbath for quite a while, but they didn't know about the Seventh-day Adventist church. So that is how God is working, persevering. And remember, God is foreseeing everything we need in his ministry. Amen. I want to encourage whoever is listening to this story that I just told. Sometimes it's not happening straight away. Sometimes it's not happening tomorrow. Sometimes you have to wait 22 years to see any results of the work that you've been doing for God. But my encouragement is never stop. And you can start a little small Bible study group right where you are right now. Just inviting a friend. Pray for a person of peace. And God will bring that person to you. And just start very small and God will let it grow. And eventually you can become also a church planter. I hope you are blessed by the story, friends. Go well and God bless.